in to the Fantastics Insider Football Podcast. Dan Claskins and James Adams coming at you here. Episode number 10, our 10th and final preseason episode. We're going to look at our 2021 season-long prop and future bets to make. And we've got some good ones we're going to offer up for you. James has already made some of his. I've just made my list of bets to make and will be making soon. And uh, if you're looking to make bets... You've come to the right place on prop bets. If you're looking for a drafting your fantasy team, you know, the best place to go is insiderfootball.com. That's where you can find our Fantastics Draft Advisor. Get you a free trial of it over there. You can also get it for free with a great deal with Thrive Fantasy, $20 deposit at Thrive. On the sign-up page at insiderfootball.com, we'll give you all of our tools this season, regular season, plus the Draft Advisor for free. We're going to dive into it here today as we do some of these player props. And James... As we get into the podcast uh, and our 10th episode, it, 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 it's been a very long August. We pumped out 10 of these in August, which is hard to believe here. And uh, actually, as this podcast is released, it is September the 1st now. And here we go, our season-long prop and future bets to make. We're using DraftKings Sportsbook as our guide here. Uh, and you know other prop bets I'll throw out you maybe from other sites throughout the season. But for the purpose of this, we're doing that. But we've been talking about prop bets with Thrive Fantasy, too, and that's where the big deal is to get the free credit. Uh, you've got a little more experience than me on Thrive. I'm looking forward to playing more of it this year. But what what, what if folks, why should they make this deposit besides getting our great Fantastics tools? I mean, you deposit $20, you get $20 in credit on site. So you're getting two for one for your money right there before you even get the uh, entire season package from Fantastics. So that, to me, I mean... That's why I put 20 bucks in like a year and a half ago was because they were offering me a $20 credit and God bless America. I haven't had to put another $20 back in there, Dan. I've been playing with that money ever since. Um, I think one of the things I really like about it is it offers you twice as many props as you have to pick. So while you're playing in a prop game against other people, like if you were to go to a bar and say, pick this side or the other side on a sheet of paper, usually you got to pick every one. In this regard, you, you pick the ones you like, you ignore the ones you don't like. So if you don't have a good feeling one way or another, you don't have to get involved in it. And, uh, you know, let other people pick a side on that. I like the fact that you can get risky with some of your picks and not so much with the others. They uh, Basically, each prop is, is weighted with 200 points, but it's not 100 points either way. If you get it right or wrong, it's, you know, quite often it's... Uh, 110 for the over, 90 for the under. So, you know, do you want to be a bold? Maybe maybe you just like a line and they you think their line is off, so you're going to get a little extra point uh, value. And then basically the winner is the most points. So I could get four props right and you get five props right, but I went bold with all four of my picks and I still outscore you in points. I can still beat you even though I only got 80% of mine. You got 100% of yours. You'd have to crush some big ones to get it like that. But it... it it's a lot of fun. And then on top of that, if you and I um, and, and the community as a whole, we all like one particular side of a, a prop and it doesn't hit. Well, the book doesn't just wash us all away. We all kind of stand on solid ground against each other uh, saying, hey, OK, so we're all starting off 0-1 together. But none of us really took that hit of of an obvious like chalk miss where you would in some other events. Makes a ton of sense for many reasons there. And uh I really like looking at prop bets when I use the Fantastic Draft Advisor, all the projections right there at your fingertips. I dove in as a guide of just sort of what the software, found some ones that uh, really stood out. And then if I liked them before I even looked at the software, I really put them on this list. And we've come up with some good things. Now, James, I will say, 
I, I'm I much prefer the weekly prop bets than the season long prop bets. I don't mind throwing like futures down here and there, but tying and locking my money up for a four months isn't my favorite thing to do. And essentially, like with these prop bets, I mean a lot of in a lot of cases, I'm I'm going for things that may be a little bit of a reach and fun sometimes. I mean, we all a lot of people out there probably throw their hometown team, you know, to win the playoff game or maybe the Super Bowl or something like that. But when you look at fantasy long enough and you dive into this and you see all the great information in our draft advisor tool, it's it's hard not to say, all right, I like this. The tool's saying it's great. Let's make this bet. But we like looking for value. You can't do a multi-game prop like you can, uh, you know, on a one football game where you're playing four props together. So they do have some fun stuff over there, but for the most purpose, as I'm looking at bets, I'm not laying heavy favorites here. Most of mine are really small favorites or in most cases underdogs. So, and I know you really, really like to take that like three times as much as me. So for the purpose of this, just setting a little bit of our, not necessarily strategy, but mindset when we're even looking at these props. So I think it depends on the prop you're looking at and how risky you want to get. Cause I do love making golf bets and where, you know, plus 3,300, man, that hits all the time. That's not going to hit as much in football when you're, when you're looking at these various things. I mean that there's a golf tournament every week where there's guys, good golfers at that number. Uh, meanwhile here to find a plus 33, you're digging down a board. If you're talking about touchdown leaders, reception yardage leaders, that kind of thing, it gets a little bit longer shot. So I think I have to, to rein myself in a little bit when it comes to making these kind of bets, these prop bets. And then, of course, what I am looking for is value still. So, you know, there's a few where it's player X versus player Y, and if the underdog's getting plus 120 and I like them, that's why one of the props I immediately stepped on was one of those because I thought, man, I'm getting value on a guy I already like ahead. So that's where I'm like, kind of like you said, I'm looking for a mismatch where I think the value says – I should be paying minus 110 or one, minus 112 for this. And instead, I'm getting it at plus 110, plus 120. That's where I'm stepping in. Fair enough. Let's step in and talk about some different types of prop bets out there. I mean, you get into a lot of different scenarios. Not quite like it is for the Super Bowl Sunday or anything when it gets really crazy. But you're you're looking mostly at like leaders, you know, yard leaders, touchdown leaders, things like that. They got MVP, rookie of the year, comeback player. So you can get into a bigger field there where there's a lot more players. The more players, obviously, the better odds. Then you get into some of these other things like match bets, where you're basically pitting two players against each other, which I really want to talk a little bit about here as well. Obviously, the specials, the over-unders on certain players and their stats lines. And then team futures, I think, are fun. Especially, uh, you know, if you, you have some strong takes on some teams, we'll touch on all that more today. Let's start with some leaders type bets, James. And I don't know uh, for you, and obviously, I know we've we've got some teams and, and some players we talked about. But when we look at the passing yards leader in particularly, and we you know we go over, we're using one source here of DraftKings Sportsbook, and I'm looking at the passing leaders here, and I've identified a couple, but just for the listeners that you know aren't obviously looking at the site as we are here today it's no shock your favorites the guys that you want to bet i mean you get the less odds on right i mean mm-hmm. so when you're looking at the big field and before i read through some of them 
I mean, we both would agree that we're trying to find a guy that's got a chance, but we're not going to lay the, we're not going to bet on the, unless we really, really love it. We're not going to take the poor value on one player at such low odds. Yeah, except for it's awful hard for me to get off old numero uno in this one uh, at three to one. So I'm with you. And it's probably, I may stay away from this one because of that, because I don't know how I can convince myself that the top guy on the board isn't going to be the passing yardage leader. It's the guy we project to have the most yards unless injury occurs. Yeah. I mean, so you're going Mahomes? I feel like I have to, man. I mean, yeah, I I don't want to start getting into player by player. but yeah, I, I feel like you have to. I mean, I I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, betting on pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes is like a terrible thing to do. But I did go a little bit further down the board, and and uh, you know, uh, Mahomes plus three hundred isn't just that appealing to me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But I did find some value out down the other board. Aaron Rodgers. Here's a guy inside a fantastic draft advisor, uh, where again, um, you know they're. Obviously, Rodgers coming off a pretty good year, but a year ago, he was mano a mano with him. Uh, we are projecting him to finish in the top six or seven at the position, plus a 1,000. Maybe you don't like him as much, but Justin Herbert, the name that I really put in bold on my list because the draft advisor, the projection in there, James, has him finishing third in the league, literally just a little over... 400 yards less than Mahomes, but only behind Mahomes and Prescott. And at the odds of plus 1,200, that's four times the return you'll get on Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And I get you. So I I think when I say that I like Mahomes, I think what I'm telling you is I'm probably not going to throw down on this one because I don't want three to one for one guy versus the field with injuries in play too. Um, So I'm with you. Herbert, I guess I'm just looking for a little step back. Like I would legitimately, it's not a homer statement, but between the two second-year signal callers, I'd probably take Joe Burrow at 14-1. to 1. The reason being that I like his defense considerably less. I like his three receivers better than what Herbert has, especially if they throw the ball to Mixon at all. So I would actually take the a little bit of extra juice on Burrow. And it, to me, is not a homer maneuver. To me, it's a little extra payout. And it's an, it's an I think the Chargers' defense is significantly better than the Bengals'. All right, I can get behind that. Uh, let's move on to rushing yards leaders. And, uh, you know, this was a category. And, I mean, they have the touchdown ones too, but I think touchdowns are so much more volatile, which is why I like to look at the yards myself. But I will say, you know, if you're looking at the running backs, I think because there's just more guys that potentially could be that top dog, injuries could be a even bigger factor at the position than we see at the quarterback position. And it, it definitely makes you want to reach a little further down the board. Yeah, you certainly can. Um, I look at rushing leaders, and obviously the guy up top makes a lot of sense. Derrick Henry's plus 300. Dalvin Cook's plus 550. Nick Chubb plus 600. Then you get plus 1,000 on Jonathan Taylor, plus 1,200 on Barkley and McCaffrey, 1,500. Ezekiel Elliott, and how about Lamar Jackson, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, all plus 2,000. After that, it's 2,500 or more in any running back you want. So Jonathan Taylor was the guy I topped my list. Plus 1,000. He's young. His best football is still ahead. I think this. we love this line. We talk about the Colts. Their schedule stinks. They, you know, this is not a guy that uh, I feel as comfortable with as I do Henry, but I mean, Plus 300, plus 1,000, right? 
Nick Chubb as popular answer. I'm not going to take the plus 600. I'd rather take him. And what about Ezekiel Elliott? Here's a guy that's actually led the league in rushing. Still just 26 years old, plus 1,500. Taylor, Elliott, they both have somebody else in the backfield. But Chubb's got somebody that you know is going to get touches. Barkley, who's in between those two guys we mentioned, coming off the injury. Like I think Jonathan Taylor makes a ton of sense for this one at plus 1,000 if you're not going to go with Derrick Henry. At plus three hundred, James I think Robinson J- might even be worth a, th- a throw at for plus twenty five hundred if you want to put five bucks down. That that'd even be a nice turnout. Quite honestly, yeah. I mean, and if you want to go deep, a guy like Edwards Hilaire is forty to one. Again, that offense is going to be very prolific, and I get it. We expect him to catch the ball too, but you're getting forty to one there in a high profile offense. It's not like I really think he's going to be grinding out yards the way Jonathan Taylor is for his offense. But that's a nice return. When on a guy we still projected rush for over a thousand yards, so I mean, if you're getting off Derrick Henry, I'm going to get to some of these higher number guys. Robinson is actually a, a nice call, but yeah, I'm with you with Zeke and I'm with you with Jonathan Taylor. Maybe Christian McCaffrey, who the last time he was healthy ran for 1,300 yards, I think. I mean, maybe you entertain him at 12 to one as well. Let's look at receiving yards and the leaders here. Um... There really isn't a clear favorite. You have five players currently a plus 800. Adams, Diggs, Hopkins, Jefferson, Ridley. Tyreek Hill is plus 1,000, where his teammate Travis Kelsey joins him, as does DK Metcalf, plus 1,400 each on A.J. Brown and Terry McLaurin. And then you get plus 1,600 on Cooper, plus 1,600 on Moore. And after that, it's plus 2,000 on Allen Robinson before a slew of 2,500 prop players and Going deep first, go down somebody 2,000 or higher. Allen Robinson and Keenan Allen, the first two names on that list. Is there anybody even deeper than that that you think has a legitimate shot at getting this? I like Allen Robinson at 20 to 1. I think you have to like C.D. Lamb at 25 to 1 as well. I don't know if I can go any deeper than that, quite frankly. I mean, there are names that pop to you. Like, you know, I like Brandon Cooks, and I think they're going to be playing a ton of catch-up, but he's not leading the league in receiving yardage. I thought you were going to go Darren Waller on me. You know, I'm not. uh, I like him a lot. I'm not, though. I mean, 25-1, to I'd rather have CeeDee Lamb. I mean, I think he's got a better chance to pop out and be a 1,500-yard guy. C.D. Lamb is probably the deepest you could get. Allen Robinson. I like D.J. Moore at plus 1,600. Tyreek Hill, plus 1,000. I mean, and if I'm going to take one of the favorites, I mean, it's got, I mean, I'm going to take Ridley, mm-hmm. I think, as the favorite. If we look inside the Fantastics Draft Advisor, where we're getting all the projections to help us win in fantasy, why couldn't we get all the project projections to help us win here, too? We've got Ridley projected to lead the league in receiving yards this year. Ridley, Jefferson, Diggs, Hill, Hopkins, all within 100 yards of each other. I think when you look at that, if you want to make one bet, it is Calvin Ridley because the 800 is nice. Um, and again, it's an offense that will have to throw the ball a ton. Like he is going to be the alpha. And I think he showed he could be the alpha without Julio Jones last year. So I think this is one of those, this is, as well as the other two props we talk about, you have to decide how much you want to put down. And if you want to put it all on one player, if you want to disperse it, uh, if you're going to put it all on one player, I think Calvin Ridley is an excellent decision here. Yeah, and by the way, if you want to check out the Draft Advisor, I mentioned the free trial. You can also get it for free with the Thrive Fantasy deposit over there 
at insiderfootball.com. Just visit the website, go to the signup page over there, and that's where you'll see the Thrive offer. You click on the link there, you make the $20 deposit. Once it all hits, you then get the software for free, all the regular season tools to help you win. And we definitely encourage you to check it out. Let's look at some other prop bets here and get into the receiving yards. Uh, I didn't get to my guys uh, all the way through on the deep guys. I think I hit all the players out on my board. Was there any other leader in receiving yards there, James, that you wanted to finish with? Receiving yards, no. I will say if you're talking, uh, we didn't do rushing touchdowns, and I know you say you like to stay away from that. But, yeah, but let's look at it. Let's uh, look, I kind of like Zeke Elliott. And when you're talking rushing touchdowns, he's plus 1,700. P.S. I like J.K. Dobbins before at plus 1,800, but he's gone. He gone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready this to go Gus Edwards. rushing touchdowns in the season. Let me just tell, Correct. You know, read through what this looks like. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, plus 450 a pop. Chubb, plus 600. Taylor, plus 800. McCaffrey, plus 1,000. Kamara, plus 1,200. Gibson, plus 1,600. Zeke, 1,700. Saquon. Aaron Jones plus 2,000, and then Kyler Murray at 2,500. I can get behind Zeke. I mean, those odds are good. I think Antonio Gibson's a mildly appealing at plus 1,600. Yeah, but touchdowns are a little harder for me. They They are. are. They are. It's harder for me to bet um, on it. Chubb at 650 of the guys 800 or less is probably the way I lean, even with Hunt there. But I don't know, James. I'm more inclined, to, like you, to, to take Zeke or, or one of these deeper darts there. And maybe maybe this is a place where James Robinson gets appealing to me at plus 4,000. Or how about I take a chance that Cam Newton isn't the goal linebacker and it is Damian Harris? Uh, that would be interesting. That would be something. I'm not going to – I learned my lesson with my uh, Cam Newton props last year in any direction. I'll probably avoid that not knowing, you know – not knowing what's going to go down there. David Montgomery at plus 4,500. is intriguing. That's a nice number for a guy that can move the pile a little bit on an offense that he's the guy. He is the guy. I think it's funny. Austin Eckler's down at plus 5,500. Knowing he only had three rushing touchdowns in his best season. Yeah, pass. <laughs> All right, let's get into another little fun topic here. These are some match bets, and I don't know if you looked at any. I'm just going to... Mm-hmm. I made one. Yeah, I was looking at some of these, matching up the draft advisor. I'm just going to go through a little bit quickly on some of these, get your thoughts. So, And then if you have any to offer up. But most passing yards on the match bets here. So this puts two players against each other. It's not this season-long total. And this one I really like. I like these actually a little bit more um, because it's head-to-head, right? It's like this guy versus this guy. I feel like I'm making a draft Mm -hmm. pick and I need a player. But, you know, so it, it fits the bill for me. But the three I really found interesting. Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is plus 105. Stafford's minus 130 on this, James. And again, going into the Fantastics Draft Advisor, already thinking, man, I like Rodgers here. We're projecting Rodgers at Fantastics for 4,355 yards. Stafford just under that at 4,325 yards. Not a big difference. It's pretty much a dead heat, but... The plus 105 on Rodgers, I'll take my chances. I like Zach Wilson versus replacement Sam Darnold. Zach Wilson's plus 120 here, James. And we talked a lot about the Jets. You talked about him as one of your deep sleepers in episode nine of the podcast. But Sam Darnold, I mean, there's a lot of Christian McCaffrey there to go around, other things like that. So 
I'm sort of feeling uh, Zach Wilson plus 120 over Sam Darnold. I got Kirk Cousins plus 101 versus Ryan Tannehill. Those are the three match bets I came up with for quarterbacks. Any other match bets you liked? Uh, Wilson was one of the ones I had. Um, I'm glad I didn't make it because J.K. Dobbins over Najee Harris and rushing yards was one of the ones I liked that I'm glad I didn't make it. Um, I'm interested in Zeke versus McCaffrey because Zeke's getting uh, 110 in rushing yards. Um, or I'm sorry, am I going ahead? Am I jumping jumping no, the gun by getting out of passing yards here? You do whatever you want to do, buddy. <laughs> okay, well, Zeke's plus 110 on Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, come on now. Zeke, is, I'll take even money on Zeke against a guy coming off of an injury. And I know McCaffrey's been an absolute stud, but he catches the ball out of the backfield too. And that offense has changed. So we'll see how that plays out. I like Zeke there. The one I like more than absolutely any other, and I made it already, Jerry Judy plus 120. More receiving yards than Cortland Sutton. Sutton was minus 150. I like Jerry Judy already. And what I love about this one, you say you pit two guys against each other. Sutton, who by all accounts looked great in his return to football action, is coming off of an injury. Jerry Judy is not. If there's any disruption with offensive line play, quarterback play, defensive play, it affects them both equally. These two are in a vacuum unlike any other bet these match bets that I found. So I think it's the safest. If you like Judy better than Sutton and you're getting plus 120, whatever goes wrong for one goes wrong for the other. So that's my favorite by a mile. And I did already throw down on that one. (laughs) Yes. And I like that one too, for the record, that is definitely one that made my board. And I think when you get into the match bets, especially uh, it gets fun because as you said, you can sort of go to your draft board there and say, okay, this is this is something that uh, makes a lot of sense, and you know, sort of take it from that. Um, rushing yards, you mentioned a couple you like. I had Ezekiel Elliott plus one ten versus Christian McCaffrey as well. Okay. Aaron Jones minus one thirty seven versus Joe Mixon. I know those are a little odds; they're a little higher, but nothing against the who days. Uh, but I think Jones is going to smash Joe Mixon in rushing yards. Clyde Edwards Hilaire versus Austin Eckler, minus 125, a favorite there. And, you know, going back to the Fantastics Draft Advisor, because, you know, if you're not used to player props or player projections for even that matter, you're in your head, you're like, oh, Eckler, man, he's going against uh, Edwards Hilaire. I like him more in fantasy. But, you know, rushing yard wise, Eckler is not a stud for what he does on the ground. Mm-hmm. And even though he's so high up on money's board, you know, he's just not projected to do that. And in fact, I mean, we're not overly high on him here at Fantastics, but we're projecting 795 yards rushing for him inside the draft advisor. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 1,044 yards. So a pretty big, steep difference there for the minus 125, one of the ones I definitely circled on my board. Any other running back ones that you didn't throw out on these match bets? I still have a few receiving ones, but I didn't want to steal any of your thunder. No, I mean, I had some other ones that I was mildly interested in, but those were the ones that I thought were the the must-haves. The the I, I really I thought I feel like I after Dobbins got hurt, I had one rushing, one receiving, and one passing that I liked because I had two rushing and one went away. Yeah, and my receiving yards that I had identified uh, again with the trusty aid of the draft advisor projections, Austin or excuse me, Allen Robinson plus one ten over AJ Brown. And, you know, Allen Robinson. I don't hate that, actually. I mean, A.J. Brown with the banged up knees. Robinson, I think he can only get better. I actually don't like that one. I'm sorry, I don't dislike that one at all. Yeah, Allen Robinson. You know, we're projecting 97 catches, 
1,188 yards. A.J. Brown, we got to remember, he's got Julio in town now. So, you know, that's going to eat into some of his stuff. Not as much on the other side there for Robinson to deal with and with the injuries and everything else, but 1,183. So the draft advisor is five yards off here. Five yards off, but the plus 110, it was enough for me. I liked Robinson over Brown before I looked at him. Part of that's because I'm sort of buying into Justin Fields as a difference maker by the time we get going deep into the season here. Julio Jones, I mentioned him, plus 110. Uh, Julio Jones, the Fantastics Draft Advisor, we actually were projecting him for 1,195 yards, which is quite a bit. Um, but Keenan Allen, 1,054 yards, almost 150-yard difference here on an underdog, James. So this one was more of the draft advisor pointing up there. Jerry Judy over Cortland Sutton I had on my list as well. And this one might not be popular. I know you won't like it, but Jamar Chase and Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is actually a dog here, James. But the draft advisor, this was not me being a Bengal fan. This was me <laughs> just pulling out draft advisor projections. We got 926 on Deontay Johnson and 10,050 on Jamar Chase, over a 100-yard difference there. And Chase is the minus 118 favorite. I hope you're very right on taking that favorite in that one. Um, I actually like Julio and Keenan Allen, too. I mean, Julio is a more dominant receiver, and you know there's a chance that he could absolutely be reignited with a chance to make a, a not only a playoff push but a Super Bowl push. So I, I don't mind that Julio one either over Keenan Allen. I put that one down as one I might get into. Um, the thing with Jamar Chase versus Deontay Johnson that's so volatile is they both have two other really good receivers in their offense. So I could see either one of them just fading away. I'd want plus money on this one, I think, to get involved. Yeah, and that's why Johnson probably gets more appealing to you on the other side of it. Eh, I ain't betting a Steeler. Come on now. <laughs> All right, let's move on some player specials, just straight-up lines here. And uh, I don't know if there's any that you've identified. I've, I've got a list of 10 uh, or so to share, but we can go through that. I can see if you are with me or against me. Okay, and I, I don't have all player specials, so I have some other like really goofy prop bets that I was looking at that. Just well, we'll save like those. We'll fun, save those. So. Let's let's just look at some player specials here. Okay, and uh, we'll go with what you think. I'll tell you what I think, and then ultimately what the draft advisor says with its projection. And let's start with Odell Beckham Jr. Nine hundred twenty-five and a half receiving yards. I am very inclined to say that I like the under on that one. Yes, and we are all inclined on this one. Odell Beckham Jr., certainly a player that uh, is rising up draft boards of late, James, but I'm just not buying into it. I, I don't think it's going to last all season, and the projection inside the draft advisor of 798 yards, this is a clear under. Under's minus 115 is the way I'm laying here. Another minus 115 over under is on Antonio Brown. 700 and a half receiving yards for the Bucks receiver. I think I'm immediately inclined to think over, but I just get nervous about the trio of receivers, the full line of work and what he's going to get. But gosh, I just you just got to think over. Him and Tom Brady, there's something there. It's no, it's no uh, coincidence that... Antonio Brown played for New England, then he played for Tampa Bay. It's not a coincidence. Not at all. And uh, I'm going over easily here. 
And again, the Fantastics draft advisor is about 150 yards in favor of the over two. I, I mean, I don't. I think we need to temper our expectations with AB, but 700 yards in 17 games. I mean, if he stays healthy with the way that this offense is going to be, I think even as the third fiddle in this passing core, he'll get to that. No Kenny argument there. Galladay, 1,000 and a half receiving yards, James. I am inclined to say under. He's still dealing with the hamstring. Uh, the Giants line, I wanted to believe that it was improved, but it's not. It's just not good. I mean, we know they just made the trade to get Billy Price from the Bengals because they're they're not comfortable with what they have, and he's not good. Daniel Jones not looking great. Other mouths to feed. I know they just lost Evan Ingram. It might make you think, oh, let's go over a little bit. I got to go under that number, man. The public is too. It's up to under minus 135 on that 1,000 and a half. And the draft advisor, 64 catches, 920 yards. He's definitely under there too, which is the way I play it here. Let's talk. Uh, let's move to running backs. I had J.K. Dobbins on the list when I first came up with this a few days ago, but we've crossed him out. So we'll start with one of my favorite backs this year, which I'm already spoiling where I'm going on this one. But Aaron Jones, 1,050 and a half rushing yards. Jamal Williams is on a different team. Same division, but different team, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I like this as well. I mean, Aaron Jones has gone almost 1,100 yards two years in a row. I'll take that. I, I like the over. Fantastic draft advisor telling us 1,174 yards on 214 attempts. It's one of the reasons he's a top seven in any format in our projection, and one of the reasons I'm laying the 118 here and getting in on it before it rises further. Alvin Kamara, third overall pick and blended ADP right now. Somewhere in the top four, depending on the format and our fantastics projection. And a pretty modest number here, James. 945 and a half rushing yards. Again, this is a stud player. I want to say over, but then you look and you see the yardage total he's had. And now the offense gets a little bit more uh, less appealing. I know that doesn't make sense, more or less appealing. The offense is less appealing than it was. you got to believe, as much as Winston might be you know, a, an uptick to this offense's prolific nature, who's he throwing the ball to until Thomas is ready to go? I know people like Callaway and you know, maybe Troutman gets back, but there's going to be a lot of focus on Alvin Kamara. I think I'll take the under if I'm getting near this. Yeah, the under's the way I'm going big time here. And the 130 line on the under says the public is as well. Fantastics projecting 746 on 150 carries for the Saints stud runner. Now that said, we're also projecting 66 catches for 605 yards and a total of 18 touchdowns so, or 17 touchdowns. So pretty lofty projection that the draft advisor spitting out there for the Saints running back. Let's finish up with a few quarterbacks here. Justin Herbert. We talked touchdown totals. His is 28 and a half passing touchdowns this year. I'm inclined to say over. I They don't have a goal line back. They did move the ball a ton. I wish he had a better, more consistent red zone target. I mean, maybe it becomes Cook. Maybe Mike Williams really becomes that guy, right? Allen's not the dude. Eckler's not the dude. But Eckler doesn't score rushing touchdowns, which tells me, that Herbert's going to throw for more passing touchdowns. Yeah, I like the over, as does Fantastics. They've got 34, uh, the Fantastics draft advisor, 34 passing touchdowns projected 
well over the mark and a good value at only minus 120 on Justin Herbert. We're going to go to another quarterback here, Baker Mayfield. The Browns, uh, a team that's definitely a contender in the AFC, and his passing yardage prop, James, is under 4,000 yards, coming in at 3,950 and a half yards through the air. If, If he hits that number, that'd be the first time he hit that number. This team wants to run the football. I like the Beckham under. Give me the under on the guy throwing him the football, too. Yeah, me as well. We're aligned on this. Fantastic's draft advisor projecting 3,787 yards on 517 attempts. Now, the load interception total is good. Only nine picks and 28 touchdowns. So I'm sure the Browns would take that season. Let's go back to Aaron Rodgers. I threw him in as one of my passing yard guys based off the uh, odds value there, which is you know not a bet I love. I do love this one, though, James. 34 and a half passing touchdowns for the Packers QB. You assume that offense stays prolific. You assume that by getting his way, by bringing in Randall Cobb, not that that's going to make a ton of difference in the passing game, but he's going to be very comfortable with the weapons he has around him. That's a huge number. I want to say over. I think I may just stay away from that number because that's a very big number. But keep in mind... We have an extra game, and he threw more than that last year. Yeah, and we're projecting 39 touchdowns and five picks, 4,355 yards on 559 attempts. One last player special, Ben Roethlisberger. His TD prop is 27 and a half. Boy, that's just a, a much easier number to feel comfortable about. And I think Najee Harris is going to score through the air as well as through the ground. He has three stud receivers. The defense is really good in Pittsburgh. So there's going to be days where he doesn't have to do it all like that. But I think I got to go over that number. I like it too. And it really just comes down can, can how many games will he play? Mm-hmm. If he plays close to all of them, I think he'll smash it. Fantastic's draft advisor, 35 touchdowns for the aging veteran. All right. So we moved across the team or the specials. I've got some team futures to throw out. You had, you said you had some wacky ones. Let's, uh, let's talk Super Bowl champs. Okay. Well, I did have a couple of like players. I oh, okay. so the 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 other player prop that I was all about was the under on the Kyle Pitts yardage. I've I saw it at places at eight twenty or eight hundred and a half. I got eight twenty five and a half, and I went under on the minus one twelve. Uh, we we're projecting seven hundred and sixty yards or seven hundred and seventy six yards. Excuse me. So I'm going under by about fifty yards there. But again, I think we're projecting the ceiling, right? Everybody's drafting him for the ceiling. I'll take the under here. And the, uh, the young guy coming into the NFL, look, he's probably got some 1,000-yard seasons in his future. I just don't think it's this year. Fair enough. Anything else you got? I really like the over four-and-a-half touchdowns for Corey Davis, too, this year. I mean, I, I've looked at a few guys. I like the over four-and-a-half touchdowns for Brandon Cooks this year, too. I feel like those numbers, when you're talking four-and-a-half, man, it's not like it takes one bad matchup to get three in a game. So I know we definitely like the over on the uh, Corey Davis. I think we have projected at six touchdowns. Uh, so four and a half. I'll take that at minus 112. And then uh, Brandon Cooks, we had projected at five. So I'm, I'm on the razor's edge, but I just feel like four and a half. Like that's just an easy over to cheer for. I mean, a good game and he gets you half of them. Yeah, I can get behind that. All right, let's wrap it up with some team futures. Super Bowl okay. champs. The Chiefs are favorite, plus 475. The Bucks plus 650. Buffalo, plus 1,100. The Packers, plus 1,200. The Ravens, plus 1,400, as are the Rams, the Niners, the Browns, plus 16. Everybody else over plus 2,000. So if I gave you, you had to pick 
two or three Super Bowl teams and you know what which where would you put the money at? Well, because I am a homer, I already have the Bengals 20 bucks, but I got them at 100 to 1. Now they're 150, so uh that's a bummer. The Bills, man, the Bills seem like a team that at plus 11, like, look, I expect the Chiefs to be back there. Like, I'm not going to be surprised at all if it's a re- repeat of the Super Bowl. But Bills Packers are the two teams that I like where the number's at. Like, Baltimore's taking a hit. The Rams, I don't know, man. Sorry, but I need to see Stafford do it first. Uh, the Niners, we don't know who their quarterback is. Like, you keep getting further down. Like, maybe the Titans at 28 to 1 intrigue me because they seem like a real complete team, but it's Bills. 11 to 1, Packers 12 to 1, Titans at 28 to 1 are the numbers I'd look at. I like the Bucks. I know they're the favorite, but uh, at least in the NFC, the Chiefs the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but plus 650 is enough value for me to put a little bit of dough down on that. I just think that they have an easy division. The 49ers, the Packers, those are really the only two teams. I don't think the Rams could keep up with them. So Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it, it, I'm, it's the best value you're going to get all year on the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. So get in on it now. The 49ers, if I'm going to go against the Bucks at plus 1400, is a team, if they stay healthy, if things break right, they have all the tools in place. And the Browns, my sleeper in the AFC at plus 1600, the deepest spot I would take, but they got a good line. Quarterback's good enough to win. They got a great running game. And I think they got a heck of a coach. So. Cleveland, a team that I'll definitely keep my eyes on. From division champions, I throw out these five ones, just trying to find some value. None of these are favored to win their divisions currently, but these are the five I'm going to throw down at least a little bit of smack on. The Washington football team, plus 200. The Colts, plus 150. The Browns, plus 155. The Dolphins, my darkest sleeper there, at plus 350. And the Niners at plus 180. I have to go back to one thing about the Bucks for you, something that maybe you could be interested in. They are plus 600 to be the last team undefeated. They are plus 650 to win the most games in the regular season. That is interesting. Just two numbers that if you like the Bucks and an easy schedule, and I'm with you, their division's not very good. So I'm, I'm totally with you that they could be the team. I was looking at that. The Bills are plus 1,000 to win the most games, which I thought was interesting too. Uh, Miami's a, a better divisional rival than anything Tampa Bay has going right now. But if you like the Bucks, you know, maybe they don't get you that Super Bowl victory, but maybe you're already ahead of the game if you go with those numbers. Something to chew on for sure. Uh, in terms of win totals, I've, I've identified some teams I like there. The Colts over nine wins plus a hundred. Uh, the Rams over 10 and a half. That's plus 120. That one's the, the most I'm taking there. Uh, the Giants under seven plus one ten. The Eagles under six and a half. I think both those teams struggle plus one twenty. The Falcons under seven and a half plus one fifteen. I got the Dolphins again over nine and a half plus one ten, and the Washington Football Team over eight and a half. I'm buying in at least uh, a ten. You know, if I'm going to take them as division champs, I'm going to take them over eight and a half wins. Amen. <laughs> Although I'm it is the NFC so you never know. It is, but gosh, they feel like the best team in that division, don't they? They, they're the most solid round. I like team. them I better than the Cowboys, and it's not even close with the other two. So making the playoffs, I got the Dolphins, yes, plus 150. The Dolphins, yes, plus 110. And the football team, let's go all in on them. Yes, plus 135. What if I told you I had the Bengals at plus 475 to make the playoffs? <laughs> I'd say nice donation. <laughs> hey, I was I was cashing a Kevin Kisner golf ticket, all right? So I, I got a little excited with my Burrow and Bengals oh, bets. Uh, Do you know what would be a better use of $20, James? 
I wouldn't use it a better way. I'd probably what I'd probably buy wings and alcohol. I'm probably <laughs> a healthier, better person by well, putting. You know, it would be. <laughs> you know, it would be an even better use. <laughs> what donate it to DAV and do something oh, that'd for be somebody? Good. That'd be good. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could, I could definitely go to, uh, I could go to Thrive Fantasy, and that's exactly already, what I'm, I was going to say. I was trying, to, I was trying to transition it there, but now you got me laughing too hard to, to do it. <laughs> Make that deposit. Oh, goodness. Make the twenty dollars deposit at Thrive Fantasy. I'm uneligible because I already yes, have. But you if, are, if you haven't, you should. For many reasons. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I'll tell you this, Dan. So we we talked about a couple of other things here. Um, what about MVP? So that's one we didn't talk about that I do think is interesting in getting into. Um, I think it's been like eight years running since it's been a uh, not it's been a quarterback every year. And I looked at some of these MVP odds, and again, it's kind of like the passing stuff. Do I want to go against Mahomes? Ugh, probably not. I mean, but is Mahomes going to win the MVP again? I don't know. He's already won it once. Maybe it's time they take a look at some other players besides quarterback. And if they do, you get some good odds on some non quarterbacks. Derrick Henry is the is the favorite to win the Offensive Player of the Year, but he's not the favorite to win the MVP because it always goes to quarterbacks, and so many quarterbacks list him. He's plus 5,000 to win MVP. Wow. That's a decent number if you believe it might go off that way. Dalvin Cook is plus 6,600 to win MVP. Now, again, it's probably going to be a quarterback, and I don't think a tight end's ever won uh, MVP. I've seen defensive guys, uh, offensive players uh, – on all positions, but not tight end. But the game's changed. Travis Kelsey, you want to have a little fun. You put $5 on Travis Kelsey to win MVP, and he does at plus uh, 100, $150,000. That pays, a $5 bet pays $750. So those are some, like, if you just want to go have some fun, take a little long shot, Kelsey's good enough to be the first tight end that wins MVP. You know, you'd guess it would have been Gronk, but I think those are some numbers I thought were kind of, they'd be fun. Sure. We like fun. We like fun. We like winning. You can... Have both over at InsiderFootball.com. Go over and get the Fantastics Draft Advisor, the free trial there. Check out all of our podcast episodes there. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And as I was trying to say before, the $20 deposit at Thrive Fantasy, you can uh, not only get all your prop bet action on over there at Thrive, but you get the Fantastics tools for free. James, this has been a lot of fun, man. We've wrapped up our preseason editions of these podcasts. Next time we come back here, we're going to be talking week one, my friend. Nice, dude. It seems like it's so far away with this off week in the preseason, but at the same time, man, it's uh, it's just enough time for me to draft. I don't know Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. Get a few in. Hey, we got the host <laughs> league draft on uh, later tonight, so stick with that. For James Adams, I'm Dan Claskins. We'll catch you next time right here on the Fantastics Insider Football Podcast.